Hi, I'm Sean Hanif, and you're listening to The Life of an Entrepreneur. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. Another week, we're here. It's Monday. Yeah, excited to get the week going. It's Monday, the 18th of October. So now I'm recording these pretty much on the first thing on a Monday morning. What I realized was actually that if I recorded at the end of the week, it was a lot of um, just mentally, it always felt like I'm saying a lot because of like the week's just ended. So a lot has happened in a way. So I think kind of changed it to Monday because it's more reflection and focus for the next week. But yeah, anyway, welcome back. If you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Hanif. I am the CEO of a company called Germflow. I help creators become entrepreneurs. Been doing this company for five years and uh, have done a lot of things in that time. Raised a couple arounds um most recently was 11 million in the january this year and now have a team of about 90 and we work with some of the biggest creators in the world so yeah this podcast is about my life as an entrepreneur um what it's really like running a business so i normally go week to week telling you a bit more about what i actually get up to some lessons and anything else you get a bit of a raw look on if you're an aspiring entrepreneur if you're a entrepreneur who has just started if you're someone who's at 20 30 employees you're probably will relate and resonate with a lot of stuff that I say just because I've been through it. That being said, this week, a couple of things I want to talk about. Last week, I started working on something which has been on the plans for a very long time, which was my personal brand strategy. So I'm going to get into that and we started creating a lot of content. On the other side, uh, something I probably will cover more next week, but this Thursday marks five years of Gemflow. It's a five-year anniversary, half a decade. We're doing a number of things. We're doing a mini mini event in the office with the team on Thursday. I also have a board meeting on that same day. So it's going to be a very interesting day. And uh, at the same time, I'm also working on a kind of like a five-year video, which I'm hoping to film today. And, uh, you know, we can hopefully get it ready to post. Um, so, yeah. But last week, started the focus on my personal brand. Um, you know, I, I'm sure if you listen to this, you know the importance of a personal brand. You know why... You have to work on it. And I, I guess this question asked a lot that as an entrepreneur, should I? And for me, 100% you should. And the reason is because, you know, I believe in a thing called audience first. It doesn't mean that only applies to like if you're a vlogger and you should have an audience and everybody should have an audience. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you even the fact that, you know, I've got 12,000 on Instagram, 6,000 on YouTube, and I think it's about four or 5,000 on LinkedIn now. It helps so much just because when someone wants to work with your company, they will check everything about you. You know the amount of people we've hired that first listen to the podcast and the YouTube and, and this and that, and they already know me and they already know the company. The number one benefit of growing a personal brand is that you control the narrative. You tell people what you want them to think when they come across your company or you. It's so powerful because... Yes, I may not get hundreds and thousands of views, but that's where you got it confused. And that's what the fear is today, right? That why you wouldn't want to start. But I've been in this industry seven years, five years since I started the business. Following is down to your niche and vertical. Yes, if you want to be a general lifestyle vlogger, you need a million plus on YouTube. We need a million plus on Instagram because that is where you will have enough distribution in that audience because that audience is billions of people however if you're an entrepreneur and you create content about entrepreneurship so there's a guy named jason who's one of the first investors in uber that's his tagline but he's investing in lots of things 
He has a thing called This Week in Startups. And it doesn't have that many subscribers, but it's definitely known as one of the most popular shows in the startup land. So it doesn't mean you need to have 7 million. You need to get less than 1,000 views on some videos. So in a similar capacity, let's say today I'm creating some content, which I create the week flow, which is a weekly vlog about myself and the team and what we get up to. Yeah, some of them get three, four, five hundred views. Over time, they end up reaching close to a thousand. Some are more than a thousand now. Some of them did better, like three, four thousand. Imagine that's a thousand people that were interested in GenFlow in some capacity. Let's break that down, right? It could have been creators themselves. That wouldn't be so bad. It could be employees, which happens all the time. I think the number one thing is helped us hire better people is by us creating content. And it could also be um, people that are aspiring to be entrepreneurs and they watch they think it's interesting and they end up following myself or the company or something and you start just building more of a fan base more people that respect what you're doing and the company and everything else and the benefit of all that is that slowly 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 your name is getting more known as weird as it sounds with 12,000 Instagram followers I get noticed around London and it's so bizarre the other day I was um I live close to Westfield, which is a shopping center. And I went there and some random guy came to me and was like, oh, hey, are you Sean from GenFlow? And that happens more than um, more than you think would happen. And I have 12,000 followers. So it shows uh, the benefit of it and the power of it. So, you know, I think the only reason I'm saying that is because I, there's a lot of pushback normally from entrepreneurs to be like, I don't need to do that because I'm building my business. I'm building my startup. I need to work on the idea, the concept, and to get investment and all that stuff. Yes, but if you build your audience alongside it, watch what will happen. I had someone, a massive investment firm, reach out to me because they, they uh, came came across my video, my vlog. How mad is that? Like, you just don't know who's going to watch, who's going to find it interesting, and who's going to want to come and see you. I think most importantly, because I've literally been putting the footage together for the fifth year video, you'll have your own history. Like, I actually watched my own vlog from two years ago, two and a half years ago, when I went to LA to set up the office the first time. It's actually, like, really amazing just to sit there and watch. I think that's the other benefit of it, that you actually end up creating your own memories that you can watch back. And your team can watch back and other people can watch back. So I think there's something nice about it. You know, simple, simply as this podcast right here. Those of you who don't know, actually, this is my second podcast. I started one called Generation Influencer in 2018. I wish I could carry it on. Imagine from 2018, when there were six employees or seven employees then, to 100 that journey, imagine if I kept doing my podcast, how amazing it would have been. So yeah, if you listen to this, just start now. Don't worry about it. But yeah, let me tell you a bit more about my strategy and what I'm doing. So now that you know the importance of it, we've uh, set up a studio um, next to our office. And I essentially plan to film three months of content in one go. Kind of have a two-layered strategy. One is that I'm going to create a bank of content, which is amazingly shot and well-researched and well-executed. I'm going to layer on top of that is basically like organic. It's the things that I will be doing that happen more day to day. So let me break that down for you. So the whole thing started with uh, me actually sitting down and having to think of, okay, who do I want to create content about? And it was quite clear for me that, you know, I want to create content about, firstly, the thing that I find the easiest, which is what I, I have referred to as raw, basically, which basically means like what I'm going through, you know, as, as an entrepreneur, someone trying to build a business, I've realized that most of the things I go through, a lot of people would find fascinating because they haven't got to that place yet. So what I would call this is content pillars. So if you were to get a piece of paper, a mirror board, Trello, whatever, just start writing down, we call this content pillars. We actually do this with clients as well. 
the first of all raw how i feel do and live failure struggles hiring and firing having bad days having amazing days a mix of emotions etc then my second pillar is essentially talking like directly to entrepreneurs a little bit of this where like building a business things that i've learned things you should focus on don't focus on like focus on the money don't focus on the networking don't focus on being an entrepreneur actually focus on executing just that sort of content again because i feel like there's so much noise so much content about where in the end the agenda is for you to, for them to sell you something that no one just actually just being straight with you um the other one is the creator economy obviously that's my industry i i know a lot about the creator economy how it works the value of creators and everything else so that that's another place I'm creating content and then um just be well life you know balancing work family people society kind of how to not let others affect you etc then lastly of course gemflow i need to talk about what i'm doing at gemflow gemflow drops was the first iteration of that where i actually announced that hey i'm doing x so yeah i think quite interesting so basically that was the first approach that what am i going to create content about as a whole content pillars then some things that like truly define me so you know i've had a humble upbringing i was shit in school i quit my job the most money i ever was paid by someone was 24000 pounds which is close to like 30000 dollars i was always told you know education is the only way to succeed generally speaking i've kind of had this ownership idea that creators should own their own audience from 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 almost like 10 years ago so you know writing down what i'm about then me and the team just worked on kind of like a strategy per social media platform and what does that look like like how many times i'm going to post what i'm going to post about for example if that's twitter then you know t- tweet threads work but what am i creating th- those threads about so you know the way it would work is that you would pick a topic or let's say i pick advice to entrepreneurs and then i would go ahead and um, you know you create create a twitter thread about it so what i was doing last week so basically um we fixed the studio and um yeah started to film so it's pretty cool i ended up filming close to i think 20 youtube videos i filmed uh, about 30 reels and shorts separately i have written probably at the moment about months worth of written content for linkedin and twitter uh, more more i need to do still but the point is like i've made a strategic decision even though it's a lot to be like right i'm going to take like a few days out and not going to do nothing else i'm only going to film content because that's the way i'll get it done I'd have a team I could um, you know to make sure like the lighting and everything is set up multiple camera angles etc so yeah but I'm excited I'm excited because I wanted to do something at the start of this year and I've been pushing it and not doing it so well there's been some content going out which you guys may have seen including this podcast but it's time to take it seriously because um I need to get to 10,000 subscribers on YouTube firstly and I need to get to 50,000 on Instagram it's just the world that I live in it's the currency you know it, the more followers I can get the more chance i can dm a creator myself and they can just respond there and then you know it happens as well at the moment like people would gen- gen- dm gemflow from time to time with myself but i want it to be that i can message anybody and they will respond and that takes time to build so you need to start building i need to build my own audience i need to build the company's audience and this is a long term thing so if you're really serious about your business and you think you can do this and you're going to do your business for like the next 5 years you need to start building so you know that's my strategy you know we'll see how it works but it doesn't matter because you only learn by doing so the plan here is that now each week we track my stats across all the platforms um what's growing what's not impressions followers saves and the rest then each month we do a um analysis to see is it even working so what we found was because we've done uh, we started doing some content to get some learnings but when i'm a bit too raw uh, people don't like it 
The truth is that people are conditioned to the content, which is a bit general, which makes you feel good, that if it was a bit too harsh, people get offended. So our, uh, the realization has been to tone it down slightly. Also, the massive realization has been that, so basically my content pillars are suited to some platforms. For example, no one speaks about creator economy on Instagram. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, but everybody speaks about it on Twitter and LinkedIn. YouTube, you can talk about creator economy and business. Plus on YouTube, you've got to create some videos which will get more views, like how does Mr. Beast make 100 million, whatever. Or what I eat in a day, or day in the life. So I have to do a bit more lifestyle content that people normally expect. Q&As, etc. So what we've done last month by looking at it before we did this filming, you just refine the strategy, like instead of doing the same again and again. And I think what I find fascinating about that is because I even working with some of the biggest creators that no, not many have such a strategic approach when it comes to content creation. A lot of people do the following, they start creating some content, it worked, they gained a following and they just get stuck. That's all they do. Hence why you see a fitness creator or a lifestyle creator essentially creating the same content continuously. And the one thing I've learned and my advice to any creator, if you're listening, is that you've got to switch it up. You can't just create the same content again and again, infinitely, hoping for the same result and the same growth forever. It doesn't work. So let's say you gained about a million or two subscribers or followers. There will be a point where that content no longer really reaches people beyond that. And it's time to grow. And if it was me, what I normally advise people is that that's the time to go more deeper. Start to create that deeper connection where people really know everything about you, your life. That if they don't know who you are, where you live, what's your dog's name, girlfriend's name, boyfriend's name, blah, 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 it's a problem. Because it means they don't truly know you. They may have followed you because you're doing a certain thing, which could have been reviews. There's someone that does tech review videos, or it could be workouts. Whatever the channel is about, it's grown because of that. Besides ad revenue, if you want to monetize in any other way, then you need to make sure you have depth. And that's what I'm quite conscious of, because I want to build an audience which is a bit more deeper because it's very easy right now to for me to get higher numbers by just creating quote-unquote clickbait content but if it's not relevant to me I could make a video how like how this person is scamming this person or whatever and keep making videos on how this creator makes all this money or whatever and you'll keep getting views but they won't know me. They came for that piece of content and they'll go. So I'm very conscious about making it deeper because I just want a core audience that, that are entrepreneurs like myself more so than like a worldwide audience on random stuff so it's a fine balance because you have to create something that the algorithm would like and all that kind of good stuff but at the same time you know you have to focus on what's important so yeah i see that a lot in creators and i think the ones that truly excel are the ones that understand that and become way more strategic and you'll see them not creating the same content two years later also what's quite fascinating i was having this discussion the other day with somebody which was that your audience grows up so we've had this with creators that have been working for about a few years that, you know, your audience generally grows up as uh, as you grow up. So imagine three years ago, do, do you watch the same people on YouTube that you were watching three years ago? Because you could have been in college or school and now you're somewhere else and now you're working or now you're married and you have kids. So I think that's I quite find interesting as well. That if you're not going to adapt your own content, how would you keep the same audience? It may say 600,000 subscribers or 100,000 subscribers, but those people have moved on. They're doing other stuff. And I think that's what I, I find interesting too. And I've had this problem too myself. So, you know, before we were very fitness focused, I had a lot of fitness people come and follow me. And at the moment, I get a lot of unfollows. I believe that the initial fitness following, I thought by following me, they'll be able to get some jump start in their fitness career because I was helping a lot of fitness influencers, creators. 
So yeah, it's quite interesting, the whole topic of um, strategy and content. But yeah, I'm really excited. The shoot went really well. Actually, today I have a few more to film and uh, the campaign for our fifth birthday. Yeah, so I'm excited. It was a good week overall, though. I think to summarize uh, some more what else I was doing, um, we've kind of started pushing on acquisition um, to sign more creators, building a team for that. So I'm quite excited about that because I guess a bit of a mistake that I've made this year is I've been so focused on operationally building the business that I didn't focus so much more, so much on basically um, acquiring new creators and just building our brand as well. It was on my list at the beginning of the year. However, operationally making the company more smoother had just taken that much longer, that much harder. So yeah, that, that was good about last week. And to be honest, it actually felt kind of different just because the days I created content, it felt like I'm not working. Just because for me, working is like solving many things at once. And I think um, the fact that I didn't do that felt really good. Also showed me a bit of like what I'm going to be moving on to and, and my, my role from here. But yeah, that, that's it for this week's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of insight into my plan with my content. Um, next week, I'll be taking you through Jeff's fifth birthday, which is super exciting. And I guess what I've some some key learnings over the years. And I think I might break down the years a bit um, as well and touch on a little bit about my plan, because actually this Saturday I am moving out my apartment and I'm firstly going to Dubai and then on to L.A., so yeah, there's a lot happening at once, um, but you know, that's the way I like it. But anyway, hit subscribe on this podcast, weekly episodes from now on, I will never miss one. If you have made it till here, I do appreciate it, and if you leave me a review, that would be amazing. And yeah, if you can let me know, message me on Instagram that you're listening, that would be amazing. But yeah, hope you guys have a great week, and I'll see you next time.